spanning the Valley of the Sun and all across the 48th state. This is the Gatos and Chad Show. Happy, happy, happy Monday. It is the Gatos and Chad Show. Uh, Gatos uh, is out uh, this week enjoying some much needed, uh, you know, R&R for the, for the tough 15, 20 hours he puts in a week. And uh, Bruce St. James, I'm kidding, of course. It's at least 20. Uh... So much stuff to get to. This Immig- is an outrage that outrage. I'm here. That I'm even here. I know, right? It's an outrage. Uh, immigration oh, going boy. away. Nightmare is coming. It's getting here fast. I want you to listen to the. Uh, this is the mayor of a little place called uh, El Paso saying this. Effective at twelve oh one, May May first. I am declaring a state of emergency in our community. That's May first. That's today. I was going to say a state of emergency already today because he understands what is coming and what is happening. We talked to some of these uh, asylum seekers. They're waiting for May eleventh. May eleventh, they believe, mm. will be the day that they become without any documentation. They can come into the United States and continue to move on into their path into their their next destination. You've been this, here for a long time, man. You know, this is... I grew up in Tucson. I lived a lot closer to the border. How long have we been talking about this? Yeah. So this is all about Title 42. Yeah. And and can I be remedial for a second? Please do. Well, I just don't know if I should assume everyone knows what Title 42 means. No, I think you should explain it. Give everybody a snapshot. Title 42, we got to go back to COVID. And Title 42 was a policy put into place that um, because of COVID and because of the inability to test everyone, know who had COVID, we were restricting people from legally and lawfully coming into the United States and declaring asylum, trying to get into the system. We stopped them at Mexico from coming in, right? That's it. So you can't claim that there is a COVID emergency like it, there was yeah, in 2020. There is no COVID emergency. No. It's, it needs to go away. There is no COVID emergency. So it expires on May 11th. Yeah. Gone. Done. Because that's when we officially retire COVID's pandemic era policies and across Title 42 the goes with it. And so I'm 100%, uh, I'm 100% for getting rid of this, but there's no plan. Well, and the problem, if I understand correctly, and again, Chad, I know you've been down to the border recently. Yeah. Um, There have been, and this isn't necessarily Mexicans at this point. These are Central and South Americans. You know what? A lot of it is is Mexicans. It is? Mexicans make up a vast majority because they knew they couldn't get across and they were going to be returned to their home. Okay. Where we were just returning them back to Mexico. So they know now. But now they've massed along the border, for lack of better terms. They've been camping out. They've gotten as far as the border and could go no further. And they see this like May 11th is like the starter gun's going to go off. Yes. And there's going to be people coming across. Now, when we say coming across... From what I understand, and I'm willing to be corrected on this, we're talking about them coming across the bridges, coming through the yeah. the entry points, going up to a border patrol agent, a government official, and saying, "I would like to declare us uh, uh, asylum. Yeah, asylum. I'm looking mm-hmm. for asylum." Yes. Uh, you know, they are they are wanting to do that. Yeah, that's and that and and take advantage of the system that is in place, which is a broken system that we need to no fix. Argument. And and you know we can get all about you know Trump did, and all this. Look, the reality is is that system has been abused over and over again. Both sides have ignored it, and oh, we're yeah. going to find out what it's going to look like. I'll tell you what: if you go from one hundred fifty to two hundred thousand a month to five hundred thousand a month, and you're running for re-election as the president of the United States, uh, people aren't going to be thrilled by that. No, and, and and you hear El Paso, um, 
Friday when I was uh, filling in for you with Gatos. Uh, we played a clip from the mayor of Yuma talking about the issues that, that they're facing. So it's these border towns that are going to be overrun. for. for I mean, they, they don't even have a plan in place to put people on buses and send them to where they want to go. No, in like, fact, what's going to happen? New York Mayor Adams said, and I found this to be just fascinating, he came out and said, hey, uh, guys, just to let you know, uh, and I'm talking to you, Biden and the feds, you got nothing. You've done nothing. Mm. You've got nothing. Chicago and New York are already in a state of emergency when it comes to this. And, and, and Mayor Adams has said, and this is a Democrat, it is breaking our city and it is going to be a nightmare for them. Uh, when this changes, because you've got a lot of people now that we've sent places that started out kind of, let's be real, as a bit of a, you know, uh, a grab to try to get some press. And it's now sure. turned into, hey, this they're starting to feel what these churches and nonprofits are feeling on the border. If you could wipe it clean, if you could start here, start with a piece of paper, yeah. it's a white sheet on one side. How do we fix this? Well, the first thing I think we need to do is we need to. We need to actually have a stop at the border and we need to get all stop. We need to get a hand on everything that's that's happening in our country. Who's here? Who wants to be here for real? Who wants to hear? You know, I always joke about being a booty call. You're not interested in marrying us, but you're interested in coming here, working, sending your money. I got no problem with that. I think that's and then we have then we can start to open things up again and allow people to come over. So but but does that mean you need to make it easier to get a work visa? Absolutely. They just want to come here and work. They want to work in construction. They Mm want to work in in agriculture. No problem. We're going to let you in. Businesses over here accountable. And, and make them bring people here yeah. and say, all right, we, we hired so-and-so. You, but, and these people, I think we uh, there's an assumption, they don't want to be citizens. Some of them don't. They they're, 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 there's they're, a lot of them. They're excited Mexicans. They, they, they love Ecuador. You know, yeah. They don't want to be an American. They just want to work. But there are a lot of people that want to be American. Sure. We need to figure out who those are. Okay. There needs to be, but we need to move in some area. Of, 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 you know, cause what's the old saying? If you, you know, if you have no, you know, uh, if you fail to plan, plan to fail. Yeah. And that's kind of where we are. I don't, they're ill equipped at the border to handle what's coming. And we talked to Nichols in, in that interview. He said he's heard 600 plus 600 thousand. some odd thousand along the border. And this should be apolitical. This shouldn't be a right or left issue. No. But this, this is a, this is, I mean, I know it is, but, and that's why it won't get fixed because both sides see it as a club to beat the other side over the head. 100%. And if you fix the problem, no, oh, you just took our club away. And that's the other side of it, right? Like that's what Kirsten Cinema said to us. She goes, there's a lot of people that, uh, they live on the issue. And you yeah, know what? They don't want to raise off the issue because we just gave away abortion, right? Abortion's gone, so that's a state issue. Something. So they can raise money here in the state in a much better way than the feds mm. can. So now you're not going to give this up, and that's that's sad. Uh, Bruce St. James in uh, for Gatos. Real quick, uh, that shooting in Texas was awful. Yeah, and if you haven't heard, was it five people are killed? Guy goes out, including a, a child. A child, yeah. Guy goes out, shoots his gun on what seems to be his front yard. It's kind of a rural area. He said he's about an acre lot. Yeah. The neighbor says, "Hey, can you keep?" it down and we got kids over here and he goes over and just starts blasting yeah she shows up with an ar and, and shoots everybody he can find yeah and he is uh by the way obtained the gun illegally he's been he's been deported four times and i have a feeling the, the he, shooter he is now deported himself he on this possibly one. is on the other side yeah. yeah and his wife is cooperating it was it, but it's like how do you go from 
I'm so. How do you get to the point where you're so mad at your neighbors that you do that? They ask you. Well, they said that it was it was at nighttime. He kept shooting, and one of the babies was crying, kept waking up, yeah. going, "Hey, buddy, can you can you can you not?" And by the way, is it legal to just shoot in your front yard in Texas? I maybe like, I, I don't think I could do. I'm not doing that here. I uh, no no I'm not. I'm not doing that here. I got more than an acre, but I ain't shooting. No, and I got a lot of guns. <laughs> there is that. <laughs> but I'm not shooting. But the thought that you went over to your neighbor's house and you started blasting your away. Your solution was to go and murder five people. And I'm like, there's got to be. I feel like there needs to be more to the story. It seems like there's a piece missing. Yeah. But you say that, and we have mass shootings all the time. Yeah. We're like, what the hell was this guy thinking? Yeah. Last week, what, the, the little kids playing basketball, shoots the, shoots the kids, right? You know, you, you just turn around in the wrong driveway, r- knock on the wrong door, and you get shot. What is another reason? It's nuts. It is absolutely nuts. He is uh, Bruce St. James in for Gators. Bottom of the hour, of course, always. We're going to hold up the headlines with Becky. Let's talk about uh, basketball, because we uh, got tickets. So here's the deal. Your chance to score the hottest ticket in town. Suns playoff tickets, just text tickets to 411923. Register and listen for your name this Wednesday during the 7 a.m., 11 a.m., 4 p.m. hours for your chance to qualify for tickets to see the Suns take on the Nugs, which, of course, mugged them. Game two is tonight. That's ticket to 411923. Aerosmith, final tour, bare minimum Mondays, maybe needs to be balanced Mondays. Oh, so much more. It is the Gators from Chat Show. The Gatos Big Q Poll Question, brought to you by your Valley Toyota dealers. All right, every day, uh, Gatos goes on to talk to Big Swole, Mike Broomhead. He is off this week. That leaves young Steve, the wise man, since Meister do it. Uh, Steve, what you got for us today? The Gatos Big Q Poll Question. Right. Phoenix reached 100 degrees for the first time in 2023 on Sunday. The ice broke on the Salt River. What's the worst part about the Arizona heat? The three options that I gave you are air conditioning bills, I'm always sweating, or you can't touch anything metal. Oh. The metal thing. So where I live in the river, the Valley of the Dirt People, we have a new playground, right? And then they still have the old playground next to it, which is the 1960s, everything is metal. A little the slide. Bit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Down the slide, it's 122 degrees, you're in your shorts. It's like fourth degree burn. Yeah, it is so all, and it is, and it's one of those old playgrounds really? too. I tell the, I tell the guys, rickety, kind of wobbles a little bit. I went up my Charlie's up on this like it looks like a like a like a gunnery thing, you know, you would have back in the archers a down a turret. Yes. So I go up I in it and I realize I get up there. I'm like, oh, dude, I can't get off. I got to go down the slide. The slide is like a 90 degree drop. I hit the ground and landed on my knees. I'm old. <laughs> and it was already warm. I'm voting now. A hundred and something I couldn't handle. Yeah. Oh. Goodness me, I love that. Kind of as a, I expected, 62% of people voted for air conditioning bills going up. Yeah, they're uh, 23% said can't touch anything metal. Only can't 15% of people said I am always sweating. Maybe, it's too maybe hot that's to just sweat. me. Well, because you're always inside. so quick. You're always inside, too. Yeah. Like, like when I go hiking, from, I don't sweat in this heat. Well, it evaporates, yeah. It evaporates so quick. Because when I go golfing, it is, you know, it's, it's, you can tell I've kind of sweated in my shirt or my hat, but it's not, I'm not dripping like when you're in humidity. 
Which is gross. <laughs> Humidity's gross, but it's kind of fun. Air conditioning too. bills, though. Yeah. yeah exactly. Those aren't ever going down, are they? Uh, no, Never. not anymore. Never, Never going the other direction. Them. No. Never no. going the other direction. Well, no, not anymore. Now that we're going to get rid of everything and make it all fairies and happiness, right? Isn't that how we're going to do our energy from now on? Fairies and happiness? I'm all for nuclear power plants. I'm for I doubling, doubling the size for nuclear power of Calaverde nuclear power plants. I would 100%. do that every day of the week. Uh, Aerosmith. It's not going away either. Now, we're joking because they are on their final tour. How many final tours have you seen in your life? I swear to goodness. Uh, I, I don't believe them anymore. No. Any of these acts that do it. This is our farewell tour. I, I literally remember seeing the Rolling Stones 20-something years ago at their farewell tour. They're, they've been touring ever since. Yeah. They lied to you. Well, here's the thing. The farewell side may be nowadays... The band may be back, but not everybody in the band may be back. Yeah. yeah you go, well, you go to those shows like uh, at Journey, and you're like, that's not Steve Perry. Yeah. Who's that guy? Yeah. That's a karaoke singer guy. Yeah. Yeah. Like, right. So is it really the band if it doesn't have the we members We were talking about this weekend with the Temptations, right? There's like one guy who was a Temptation when there was still the three other guys. I did a show with them. And so one of them's the original, yeah. and the rest of them are like 22-year-old guys. <laughs> it's like New Edition and, like, and temptations. the Temptations. <laughs> I go, these guys... They don't look old enough to me. Yeah, John Stamos is not a beach boy. I'm going to tell you guys that right now. I went to school with uh, a young man at, down at U of A, Bear Down, uh, named Brian Williams. He played on our basketball team. Later changed his name to Bison Daly and played in the NBA. Uh, his dad was in the Platters. Oh. Was a singer in the Platters. So I got to meet his dad in the, the Platters. The Platters. That's going back at it. That they is old school. Coming to a fair near you. Oh, there's no doubt. And that's all you need fair. is one guy. It's like seven yeah. degrees of an original member will get you in a band. You know what we call these tours, though, in the, in the music industry? And you know I have a little, still have connections with them. They, they're called 401k tours? Yeah, the 401k tours. Because uh, Aerosmith, for example, coming coming here. Uh, they don't have any new songs they're promoting. They're not trying to sell you their brand new album. I mean, you don't want to hear their new stuff. You want to hear their 20, 30, 40 year old stuff. Yeah. And so they know that. And they know that the people who love them back when they were kids now have enough disposable income that they'll pay two, three hundred bucks a pop for a ticket. Well, that's 401k what I was talking to uh, the 401k. Uh, producer Pablo before the thing is, was it, when did you go see, was it Jay-Z? What'd you pay for tickets back in the day? Oh, for Jay? It wasn't even back in the day. This is like five years ago, like 2017, maybe six years ago. For upper level, I paid like $93. Yeah. Now, upper level for, I don't know, like Grupo Fronteros coming. Upper level, $280. Yeah, you're yeah. not getting anywhere near it for yeah. $93. Yeah. You might have, that's my, you, you part. For 93 bucks, you don't even get to listen to the music. Yeah. You, in your you car. Got, you got headphones. And to be honest with you, I don't listen to a lot of new music as well. Oh, I listen to new music. I just don't go to the shows. I did go to a Cypress Hill show last year because they got back together, yeah, the original members. with my boy B. So, I, if they, if more groups did that from the 90s, if they got back with. They know, well, they'll do it when I was going to go money. Rage Against the Machine, remember? And yeah. then the whole COVID and all that when happened there's Money in it, they'll get back because they got back with Zach De La Rocha. So, yeah, yeah. So one of the things uh, about this, in, and if you think about it, is the music industry has changed so fundamentally that again, nobody sells music anymore. Nobody no. buys an album yet. You're spending seventeen ninety nine on an album. Maybe their money you're spending is made on tour. Cents. They make it on tour. So guess what? Ain't no break on a tour. They are there to get as the maximum amount of money they can. The problem isn't the maximum amount of money they can get. The problem is. It's the secondary market. Yeah, but the secondary market wouldn't exist if people wouldn't pay it. Yeah, I know. But that's the thing for the I average mean, fan is that, that secondary market. You don't have a... Uh, the market it, sets the price. Yeah, it does. 
It does. Well, I can't imagine what front row Aerosmith tickets are going to go for. You know, there's a couple millionaires out there that used to, you know, follow them around in a bus back in the day that'll pay anything for it. Crazy, crazy. All right, uh, Bruce A. James in here for Gatos. Uh, coming up, uh, she does it every single day, right there. And we come in and we bust in and we hold up the headlines. You know what? Bruce is here. I'm here. Let's do it again. Yes. Holding up the headlines straight ahead. Gatos and Chat Show. Arizona's news station. News station. KTAR, on air, 92.3 FM, online at KTAR.com, and streaming live on the KTAR News app, your breaking news and traffic, now. All right, every day at this time, we, being usually Gators and I, but Bruce St. James and Forgetters Day, hold up the headlines with Becky Lynn. Let's get it started. Maricopa County judge says the city of Phoenix must meet a July 10th deadline to clean up the homeless encampment known as the Zone downtown. The city had asked for a stay that would give them time to appeal the case to a higher court. The only thing new in the city's motion to stay was informing the court that the city was now taking steps to clean up the zone, and the court interpreted that as simply the city is finally doing what the court instructed it to do. KTAR host and Valley Attorney Barry Markson says Phoenix acknowledges the homeless problem downtown and will start to clean up the homeless encampment starting on May 10th. Holding up the headlines. Becky Lynn reads the news while Gatos and Chad interrupt and react to the day's top stories. Uh, not a shock. I think last week I was out when I got the alert that they were uh, suing and, you know, they were in court. And uh, and the court basically said, no, they you guys need no. to clean this thing up. You're you're what was it? They they wanted to say their their argument was you guys can't tell us to do court. The, can't the, tell the us to do judiciary can't tell the, the legislative, the executive branch how to spend the money. And apparently, yes, they can. <laughs> In the sense of, you got to clean it up. Yeah, and they do need to clean it up. And again, it's not just about the cleanup and the mess. It's also about the crime and everything else down there. We're holding up the headlines. The Phoenix Suns run to the championship. The Nuggets win game one of this second round series. And the Suns are going to try to even up that series with the Nuggets tonight in Denver after Saturday's loss. Suns head coach Monty Williams says it's a big game coming up, but that's not new for his team. This group has been here already, so we understand what it takes to emotionally settle down. You can hear Game 2 tonight on 98.7 FM on the Arizona Sports app and at ArizonaSports.com. And if you want to become a Phoenix Suns insider, text Valley to 411-923 and get all the latest and breaking news on the Suns' quest for the championship. Well, the Nugs mugged the Suns. Game 2 tonight. Uh, this is always what's going to be. It, look, every series is now is going to be uber tough. Uh, this one, though, I mean, the Nuggets are darn good team and this is the first time i think that there's some real pressure the suns looked flat yeah in game one and uh you can't afford to have bad games at this level now no this i'm not saying it's a must win but they had better look better than they did in game one absolutely we're holding up the headlines Here's the memorial for fall uh, for fallen Arizona officers in downtown Phoenix tonight. Richard Lopez, Adrian Lopez, Jesus Chewy Lara, and Jason Southend all died in the light of duty. The service is part of Peace Officer Memorial Week. They will be honored at the Wesley Bolin Memorial Plaza at 7. Registration for the event begins at 5.30 on the state capitol lawn. Nick Sadowski, KTAR News. We forget what a dangerous job it is. Uh, again, a lot of times when we're talking about police officers, 
pictures, it's usually in the light that, you know, the media says, oh, look how bad they are. Uh, the reality is it is a dangerous, dangerous job. And again, tonight, celebrating people who gave their life. You know, I, I have a lot of friends. Uh, that are cops at different uh, jurisdictions and different agencies all over all over the state of Arizona, and I know them to be such good people who do this job because they genuinely care. This is their way of giving back, and you, know, you think about that memorial, and it really brings it home. Absolutely, hold up the headlines. It's a big day for high school seniors. Today's Decision Day, the official day where seniors announce where they'll go to college. KTAR Shira Tanzer is live now in the News Center with some of the details that go into that decision. One big factor in the decision is cost. Paul Luna with the Helios Education Foundation tells the Mike Broomhead Show college is not the only option and ensuring students are aware of all the possibilities is essential. Ensuring that we have that educated workforce will be what really attracts the types of industries and jobs that we want to have in our state. And more and more of the jobs of the future will require some type of post-secondary education. Helios works with students and their families to make sure they know all the options available to them, including financial aid. Live in the News Center, Shira Tanzer, KTAR News. Man, I tell you what, it's the cost of college is Oof. going up. And you go look at it. It's one thing I've, I talk about a lot on, on, on my little other dog and pony show is the fact that go look at the growth rate of administrators over the last decade and a half and look at the growth of how much college has cost. You're like, do we really need 5000 administrators on campus can i can i add you that if, if you'd like there's another graph out there that you could overlay with the cost and it goes to exactly how much more money the federal government keeps putting into things like grants yes uh, and it's amazing how every time they free up more money the cost doesn't come down the prices just go up. That's it. It's nuts, man. God, they give away say game. When you start guaranteeing everything and throwing money out there, don't be surprised when you find out stuff that's kind of free is not as free as we think. Holding up the headlines. A dizzying number of props, sets, and costumes from TV shows beloved by generations of viewers are going up for auction yeah, next baby. month. Now, here, here's what some of them are. Okay. The collection that James Commissar has spent over 30 years amassing includes the Tonight Show set that Johnny Carson <sighs> gave to him after retiring, the time-worn living room from All in the Family, the bar where Sam Malone served customers on Cheers, there are costumes being sold, including the pink one, Barbara Eden Moore, and I Dream of Jeannie. <laughs> the costumes from Star Trek. Kosamar, uh, who after high school became a TV comedy writer, started tracking down and preserving TV memorabilia back in 1989. The online bidding starts Monday with Dallas-based Heritage Auctions. I got to be honest with you. Do you remember when, uh, uh, was it Seinfeld, when Kramer had a set? And he would have his friends over and he'd yes. just interview him. And he would, he would pretend to have his own yeah, talk show set. If I had the Tonight <laughs> Show, I would absolutely have my buddies over and we just interview each other. I got to sit at the desk. Uh, well, the Tonight Show machine. desk? Uh, I got to sit at the Tonight Show desk. Ah. Not during during a show. It was a after yeah. a show. But I used to work across the street from it. From uh, NBC Studios in Burbank. And so we got to go over there once and I got to sit at the desk. So now if you had, would you rather have the Tonight Show, the bar from Cheers, Ooh. or All in the Family? Wow. 
I do the Tonight Show because it would just be awesome. Like, I th- I, I people might come in your that. house and go, what's going on? If you had on? a big enough house, you could install the bar. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? And that would be oh. kind of cool. You have, have your a friends over. big party. It's like they're sitting at just this famous norms bar. Just have sitting at yeah, the end all exactly. the time. Exactly. Right? Oh, my Lord. I'm just telling you, it would be so great to just have people come over to the house and, hey, why don't you sit down? Let's have find out what's going <laughs> Let's on. Let's find out what Tell me what, what are you working on right now. That's fantastic. You can have it. your own TV show with it because you can YouTube it. Absolutely. Right? Yeah, we do it every single day. We hold up the headlines with uh, Becky Lynn brought to you by Carol Royce at carolizethebuyers.com. Carol Royce, your home sold guaranteed realty. Uh, bare minimum Mondays uh, may be changing. Remember, we talked about bare minimum Mondays. And if you saw this as you were getting ready to take off on a flight, would you do it? Uh, it was very interesting. He is uh, Bruce St. James in for Gatos. It is the Gatos and Chad Show. The Gators and Chad Show. Afternoons. Bruce St. James, tell me about his travel schedule. He's going to be <laughs> traveling a lot. Bruce, speaking of travel, so would you okay. get on an airplane? If you guys didn't see this, was it Spirit? Yeah. Is that what it was? Spirit the spirit of it could make it there, yeah. airlines? There is a lady, she's filming, and she's looking down, and she's filming, and she's looking down. Looking out the window of the plane. Out of the window, and she says, what are they doing? They're putting tape on a portion of the wing. Yeah, like just taping the wing up. Yeah. The, which well, is very going to like Fort Lauderdale, Which is very sake. Spirit Airline. It's very, it's in keeping with Spirit Airlines. <laughs> the whole thing's held together with duct tape and chewing gum. Uh, I remember being on, I'm just trying to think what plane it was. Oddly enough, it was the day before 9-11, flying wow. back from uh, Vancouver. Okay. Went on a cruise, went up to Alaska. And uh, the plane, I thought, well, I don't know if this plane's got it. And I'm sitting there holding on to the uh, the little the little armrest. armrest and I, I kind of leaned back. Whole thing came off of my hand. And really? I thought, this is, this is, this is. And we were supposed to, they offered us the opportunity to stay. Okay. And we were going to, I was going to stay. And then I said, no, I'm going to get back because I got stuff to do. Because had I stayed... You'd have been stuck there. We'd have been stuck. My grandfather was up there. He was stuck there for like two, three weeks. Yeah, no way to get out. It was a nightmare, but... Uh, the, I've the, had planes come apart. Yeah, yeah. I've had planes fall apart. I, and, and and when you fly long enough, you, you, you see a little bit of everything. And it is funny, because, you know, they have like the engineers at the airport. Like, you get on the plane, and I have once the, uh, the, like the paneling yeah. in, the, in the inside, you know, not the window itself, but the plastic around it was coming off. And I'm like, I mean... We're flying to Charlotte. You think, we, uh, you know, what can we do? And a guy comes in with tape yeah. and tapes the thing up. Like, hey, the plane's got to go. But buddy. it's the wing. I think that nerve. The wing me, is different. It's di- And again, it's, it's not the it's, same kind of tape. It's not duct tape. Yeah. It's not the stuff you're getting down at the Home Depot. We call it helicopter tape. Yeah. It's, uh, it, it is a, uh, we use it race cars too. We use that uh, 200 mile an hour tape. What we like to call it. 200 mile an hour. Well, still. 200 mile an hour. Time. It is. But the difference is in a race car, if something goes wrong, you can pull over. Yeah, you know what like, can happen at 35,000 feet? You pulling over. Again. Right? There's no like, hey, guys, airline. we're going to have to pull over here for a second. We can make fun of Spirit all day long. You know, it's Spirit Airlines. Come on. This is what you paid for, people. Yeah, you wanted a cheap ticket. You're not getting the latest in technology. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, you should be happy we got engines. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to shut them off at mid-flight and coast for a while. It's going to be awesome. This is like a big glider. Uh, rider strike. Uh, I find this. The last time we had a rider strike, you know what we didn't have? All the stuff we have now. Yeah. Well, and it, it's interesting. The, the So the riders, do you, you belong to SAG after? Yeah, you, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we belong to one of those unions. Um, one of I the, bet you do. Yeah, I know I do. Yeah, you know I do. I, I didn't have a choice. Um, that one of the arguments is that back in the day, 
when if you were writing for television, yeah, there were three or four channels of television. There wasn't a lot of you, and there wasn't a lot of like other and, things that but now, you could do. There's an infinite amount of content that requires writers, and I think what they've had trouble doing is trying to figure out how to monetize it all because it ain't all the same. Yeah, you know. It's it, writing for some obscure uh, a streaming channel isn't the same as writing for CBS in a sitcom. Yeah, and then also writing something that may go out and become a video game that turns out to be mm. a streaming series is something that yeah. So there's a lot, but it's it's like the, the, you didn't think of it. They're also in a position where Hollywood's hurting. And the money's not there. The advertising revenue's not there. And they're understanding that. So a couple of my buddies who work in the industry, they said, hey, uh, we're not too worried about it. If we're going to have to shut down for three or four months based on the we got a lot of content based on the fact that we're already, you know, figuring out we're losing money. It's not the worst thing to take a deep break. And, you know, what the, the, the actors and the directors and whatever, whether they want to or not, you got to go along with it. You have to. You have to. You can't. You can't. Those are the people that write for you. Yeah, and they, they put the words in your mouth. Yeah. And if you've ever met any actors, you know, without that, they are just awful. another pretty face. They, are <laughs> they awful. desperately need someone to put words it was in like When I became, when I got into radio, I wanted to become a jock because I always thought to myself, DJs were cool. Yeah. Actors did. They played somebody cool. Right. DJs were cool. We're actually cool. Yeah. Actors are not actually. They're cool. not actually. Some cool. of them. If you've people. met some, you're, you're, yeah, you've met a plenty. You yeah. know, you're like, wow, this some, uh, but some of them are complete. Some of them are nervous. absolute. They're uh, nothing like idiots. what you think their character is. Uh, bare minimum Monday, and today we're doing more than the bare minimum, as you can hear. Uh, our good friend, uh, appreciate James. <laughs> Obviously, is in here. now they're saying bare minimum Monday not be good for you. So what they're saying now is balanced Mondays. And if you haven't seen this, it was essentially people coming in and going Mondays. I've got a case of the scary Sundays, Bruce, and. So I'm going to do just the bare minimum to ease myself into the week, and it's kind of backfiring. Now they're saying it's trying to have balanced Monday. This sounds a lot like the quiet quitting. Yeah. yeah it sounds a lot like it. I'm going to do the, 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 the minimum amount required just so that I can stay here, keep my head above water, and hopefully the boss doesn't recognize it. The youth of America needs to name everything. But the quiet quitting is interesting. But the bare minimum, I mean, they were – and business owners are like – there's no such thing. You don't come in and kind of work. No, and we don't need to pay for you. We don't have half day, you know, only half work on a Monday. No, it's a full, it's a Monday. But they're like, well, I like to get my week set up and I like to see, but you say that. into it. And, you know, there was always the joke about like uh, you didn't want a car made on a Friday. Remember that? Oh, God. You yeah. know, because they were uh, they might have already popped open a, a couple of adult Beer beverages. 30. Exactly. 30, like. And they were just trying to get some cars off the assembly line. Dude, and you didn't I can't want yours find to the other lug nuts for this wheel. <laughs> Close enough. Just. Just cool, dude. Just We're gonna get be it fine, out the man. door. We'll be like, what was right. that movie, Gung Ho? <laughs> Remember that with uh, Michael Keaton? There is he, a callback. He drove the car three inches and it just and fell apart. Sh- oh, so funny. Uh, Bruce St. James in for uh, our good friend of yours. Get us be back next week. A lot of stuff still to get to, uh, including what is equitable grading? Ooh. That's the new thing here. And immigration and that sense- just senseless shooting in Texas. So get us to catch up.